www.johnstrauss.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com Boy Scouts outfit. It's raining outside. What is happening with our lives? Welcome to the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm. It just started to rain again outside. Your jokes are going to be really important. I'm excited that we're all inside. I'm excited. You guys, you need to turn around right now and give it up for your ones and twos. host Tonight, we've got Corey and Catherine of the new Sunday show, 4 to 6. They're communists. I love them. Uh, no, I do. Uh, what's your show name again? There's so many new shows I can't remember. Get out. Get out with the next formation point. Get out. <laughs> Get out. <laughs> it's great. I, I've been, you guys are going to love their new show. You're going to love what's going to happen right now here on Joke Workshop because your first comedian, he is wearing, it's costume time here. It's, it's time to, I can't wait to see you tap dance in the rain. So I feel like you're going to go strip at some like bachelorette party next. <laughs> like you're going to do that weird move where you pick up the girl when she doesn't want and you put your face in her pussy and shake her around, you know, like, have you ever been to a, Latinas and their bachelorette parties. There's always a male stripper and disgusting things happening. Made a friend sit on my lap because I was like, I cannot make that weird man pick me up and put, I don't want his face anywhere near, even with underwear on. Your next comedian, he's gonna dance his pants off. His pants are already off. Clap wildly, everybody. It's Brady Hold! Yay! Yay. Pants are already off. Underwear is off, too. Sounds like you want me to dance wildly at your bachelorette party, Pam. Brown chicken, brown cow. I, uh, since it's the joke workshop, do you guys want me to start with the betters or the es? Or the, what do you think? Okay, here's the es. Uh, I'm so hairy... Uh, I don't have hair. I have fur. It's, it's, these are why the, they're the S. You know. Brady Hold isn't even really my real name. It's just what I've gone by my entire life. 
Braden's my real name. Okay, these are why these are the. Uh, I ran out of protein powder. No way. Okay, <laughs> we're getting somewhere. <laughs> Almost there. Almost off the ground. This is just uh, three words panoramic dick pic. I'm not sure. These are why these are the ehs. I need to get in touch with my masculine side. That's just a note to myself here. Um, something I wrote here. It's just that he doesn't excite me anymore, and that's his fault. I think that's just all women after they break up with me. Um, how about this? Sometimes I get so lonely, I order packages, and then I'm not there when they, uh, when they deliver them, just so I get people leaving me notes that said they missed me. Okay, getting somewhere. All these whores, because I fuck whores, all these whores ask me, why don't you have a girlfriend? You so handsome. You so big. I try and tell them, no one will match with me on Tinder. Working on it. These are why they're the... Is. Um, less as. I uh, love smoking weed. Yeah, and I love drinking water. That's right. I like to stay hydrated. I uh, want to have a, a wake when I die, but I want everyone there to leave enlightened. I want them to be woke at my wake. A woke wake. I am so poor... I can't even afford haircuts. I just get into fights with lawnmowers. I am so poor, I can't even afford real vacations. I just take psychedelic trips. If you guys have not done Disneyland on LSD, you really should. Cool. Cool. I, uh, I have a warrant out for my arrest, unrelated to the hooker thing. Um, but uh, not only do I have a warrant, I have an outstanding warrant. I have not had marks this high since kindergarten. All right, I'm going to jail, everybody. Thank you. Here's, here's feedback, I guess. Microphone over there if you have comments. I have a couple comments Commentary. for you. First, you had two puns, and I laughed hard at both of them because I love puns, but uh, some people think they're weak, but I love puns, so t take that as you will. Yeah. Uh, what's behind the panoramic dick pic? It's a great premise, but it's like, it's like, do you take a tiny Grand Canyon? Do you like take colored pe like pencils or crayons and make some weird like... You know, because you could make mm -hmm. a panoramic, like, imaginary... And what's the biggest cavern in the world, in the United States? The Grand Mariana's Canyon. Mariana's Trench. You could put the Grand Canyon behind it, like, and make a panoramic, or you could... Like, yeah. there's a thing happening there. Um, are those boy jean shorts? They're just... 
yeah. are they girl well dinosaurs? i got them at out of the closet so they're gay no matter what but, but uh well but are they i'm just wondering if they were made for boys or made yeah, for girls they were in the men's section i think they were in the men they make men's You're like, shorts uh, that short tobias funke yeah never nude <laughs> i can never be nude I'm just if, kidding. I'm nude all the time. If you're going to wear jean shorts, I would reference them in some way. Like, okay, well, the I only would, joke I have is I stole these out of Nick Swords in the closet. But that's about it. Yeah, see? But you can, I mean, yeah. just acknowledge. I mean, maybe Good you point. don't want to acknowledge them. Fine. Uh, Woke Wake is another great premise. I feel like you should go into bigger background about B- the Wake. Biggers. Just talk about the Wake. Like, you have, you've got great premises because you told us this is the... But it's about like extending your premise. So you've got yeah. to write a little bit into like what's awake like, what are the pertinent funny things about awake, and then you make it. Well, so you have to have them be like, so I went to this wake and she was a socialist, right? Like she was a big Bernie supporter, and and she was like, oh, Cthulhu is coming back, or whatever's happened, like the lizard people or whatever, right? Yeah. Like so that you talk about the things that are woke. And then you're like, it was a woke wake or whatever. Like you got to build it up before you tell us the punchline because you just gave it to us at the. Yeah, don't just. Now give we it know to that me. Pam thinks that reptilians are woke. <laughs> <laughs> it's absolutely true. I Catherine. almost love her commentary. I believe in reptil. I also believe that cats are our alien overlords. I please mention them if you can. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've taken up too much. It's because I'm in front. I'm like actually giving comments. Other people should say. We still have a minute and a half. Other people. <laughs> Sabrina. Hey, Brady. I love the, uh, I thought the bit about not being there for the delivery really has. It's like a good concept. And I was thinking maybe you could work something in like, uh, there, you know, the delivery driver has a restraining order against you maybe and you can't be there or, you know, you're like, you start corresponding back and forth. That's your thing. Yeah. It's, uh, oh, yeah. And then like he leaves me little notes, and I'm like, "How was your day?" Maybe you both, yeah. Maybe you both hate dating apps or something. I don't know. <laughs> Just that's all I got. Thank you. Yay! I just like that save that you do when it's like this is uh, the. Eh. <laughs> I like the higher it gets, it's just a fun save. Like you can use this to be like, yeah. These eh. are the. Yeah. Okay. Right, Greg? Um, I feel like uh, the outstanding warrants, like maybe that's why they're leaving you notes because you're, you're on the run. Leave, lead with like they're trying to give you, to arrest you. Yeah. And they're leaving you, like they're trying to find you and that's the reason why they can't find you and have to leave notes because you're like literally on the run from them. Oh. Because you live in your car. Yeah. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I, I, I keep my phone on do not disturb pretty much 24-7. Uh, yeah, that's my time. Thanks, everyone. leave a note you gotta leave a post-it note for him at pete's coffee if you want to talk to him he has no phone interaction whatsoever all right your next comedian he's a stalwart here at mutiny radio super helpful runs the door on fridays at pamtastics his jokes have really been coming into their own lately yes they have yes they have 
I, I, I've been laughing at them. I feel like you and Ken Suzuki are on the same trajectory. <laughs> You're both getting funnier minute by minute. You guys are going to love it. Put your hands together for George Davis. Yay! Thank you. Oh, sorry. Woo. Hi, everybody. A little light crowd this evening. I am. Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. oh, yeah, I always like to say, plus the stall and stall word. <laughs> okay. So, I was thinking about this movie I want to make, um, or movies I've seen. Fuck that, I don't want to make it. Uh, it's like these um, Italian movies, you know, like these dick gangster movies where uh, you get all these New Yorkers and shit, like all these local New Yorkers, and they're... Uh, they all kind of look the same, kind of brown hair, gangster, kind of, you know, just look like Italians. And um, they'll be like, hey, Gary, you're, you're, you're Terry. You know, we got to get uh, Serpico. <laughs> all right, Gary, go get Terry. All right, I'll go get Terry. <laughs> hey, Terry, where's Jerry? Yeah, Jerry's over with Larry. But Larry's over with Jerry. And I can never figure out who is who. Like, I get lost in every one of these movies. I don't care. Oh, yeah. The, what are they called it? Oh, yeah. This is these guys. Hey, look at the floor. I love this new tile you got in here, man. It's my fucking, that's my alternative facts now. That's my new shit. I like these fucking leather chairs. I'm digging this fucking 12-inch stage. I'm like all that shit. The weird part about it is the people who think about this bullshit were the same fucks I grew up with when I was younger, and I couldn't stand them. They're the reason I move out of Michigan. They're these scary white dudes that, like, they call them the all, but they just, when they were my age, when they were younger, they were just called Asperger word Nazis, who <laughs> just sit around and nitpick like a bunch of dickheads. And occasionally they're bullies, but usually they're just, like, Aspergerly driven and generally like they don't do drugs, but if they do, they don't do it in front of you because they're fucking sneaky. They're, it's really weird. Like, and these are the same assholes that were dumber than me when I was younger. They're dumber than me now, and I was fucking mad when I was a kid, and I guess I'm still mad about it now. Cause like these assholes are so driven to go to school and then go rule our fucking world, and they let them. <laughs> right? It's like it's shocking to me. It's fucking shocking. But anyway. Just probably put a punchline on that one these days. All right. And uh, see what's the rest of the joke workshop. Let's uh, finish it out on this dumb thing. Because I like it. And it gets a laugh usually. But I think Okay. All right. Um, I hate the fuck. Well, I love the show Jeopardy. I don't like Alex Trebek because Alex Trebek's kind of a dick. And uh, what he does is he'll do this bullshit. He'll be like, uh, hey, uh, so, Jim, uh, I hear you collect uh, stuff. He goes, uh, Jim goes, uh, yes, Alex, uh, I collect uh, thumbtacks. How many thumbtacks you got, Larry? Seven. All right, let's play Jeopardy. The worst fucking garbage ever. Anyway, thanks, guys. George Davis, stay up there, yes. No, no, no. I also think that uh, Alex Trebek is pretentious as fuck, and uh, that he he is like he knows. Of course, he knows everything because he's on a teleprompter. Fuck that guy. 
so you're real down on Asperger's, and it's, I mean, I you, have it. But oh, do you have it? Then you have to mention that. Well, I have to have it, or else I wouldn't notice it, I don't think. Well, so that, <laughs> so, but that's the thing, though. Okay, so if, if you, if you, it's one of those funny things, like Asperger's right now is really hot. Like, there's like four things on Netflix about it. Do you know what I mean? So our entire consciousness is being shaped by Asperger's right now. Everybody knows how to spell it. They're Aspies, blah, 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 which I think is a great. It always um, has been. But, but the Asperger's is a great um, Halloween costume because I've seen people with like on their ass they put burgers and I think it's funny. <laughs> but um, but so if you're going to connect with that, you can't just shit on Asperger's. I'll bet you, you have, have to like either connect yourself to it and make a funny out of it or have to reference something that we would know from the gestalt that exists now about Asperger's and it's all over Netflix, so okay. You uh, watch the new thing. Aspergers are us. It's the thing. <laughs> it's on Netflix. Everyone's seen it. It's not terrible, although it's really hard to watch. You feel like it's like four Stefan Masseys in a room together the whole time. <laughs> What's a Serpico? Oh, Serpico's a movie. Oh, okay, so I you started this thing about Serpico, and I was like, I don't know what a Serpico is, so I didn't know how the joke went. You got it. Never let your shirt be funnier than you, or address it. I also wrote that down. Oh, it's just my work shirt. Yeah, but it's the THC. It's the Tenderloin Housing Clinic. <laughs> yeah. You fucking dick. It's awesome. Maybe I'm too close and no one else could read it. But I was like, if you're going to wear a shirt that funny, you either have to address it or... Shorts rule. Or, or do some jokes about weed. Okay. Shorts Other rule. comments? Other comments? Thanks. <laughs> All right. Hey, George. I, uh, I agree that Alex Trebek is pompous. And I remember the last time you did this bit, the, uh, the guy collected hubcaps. I don't know. It, that just was just so funny. The thumbtacks just doesn't seem as, okay. as funny. But, uh, just a lot of different stuff he collects. And while you, were, while you were doing your routine, I was just, uh, my mind was going off on a tangent, and I was thinking, what, what, you know, what would happen if Alex Trebek was on, you know, who wants to be a millionaire? It's an interesting premise. <laughs> you get through yeah, like round let, two. Right. That's like his nightmare. I don't think, I honestly don't think he's that fucking pompous. I just think he's just tired of fucking doing it. Oh, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I'd be tired of doing it after like 30 years. Like, all right, let's play. <laughs> we do this five fucking times a day here. All right, so I gave you my stream of consciousness cool. bit. So I'm sorry, I don't really have any more. So. Thanks, I appreciate it. Right on, thanks everybody. Oh, wait, anybody in the back? Hey, Corey, Catherine, any comments, anything? It's okay, you don't have to. George, I love your Jeopardy bit. Every single time gets me. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm like, it's coming right now. <laughs> I, I already know it, but it's still going to get me. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's awesome. That's about the best I could ever ask for. Thanks, guys. Keep it going for George Davis! No, but also remember, also remember, I was taught this by poet Charlie Getter. If you don't do a poem or a joke enough, no one can ask for requests. Like, you want your stuff to be recognized. You want people to remember, oh, yeah, George Davis, he's the guy with that Jeopardy joke. Fuck yeah! No, or the, he's the guy with that Lifesaver joke. I mean, the Jeopardy joke, the, the Je do that Carrie Fisher joke is great! It's great! All right, all right. You guys, uh, your next comedian, she's also great. She gives great comments. Uh, she has really your hair today. I am loving it down. I don't know if it's like 
the moisture in the air that gives it that body and that bounce, but I'm digging it. <laughs> put your hands together. I don't mean to objectify you, but your hair looks really cute today. Uh, put your hands together for Sabrina Miller. Yeah. Woo. trying to say so, baby? What you 100% brand new for you guys. Thanks for thanks for coming out. Oh yeah. Here it comes. All right, I. <laughs> It's kind of anticlimactic. All right. Now, I saw a young woman outside Safeway panhandling, and her change cup was filled up like a tip jar at the end of the night. I'm not talking a Chipotle tip jar. You know, I'm talking like quarters and Washingtons. She was really cleaning up because she had the cutest little kitten just resting on her head. And, you know, I'm not entirely sure she was homeless. You know, maybe uh, gentrification is forcing her to make up the difference between her rent and her tech job paycheck. Or, you know, it could be she's getting a jump start on that health savings account. You know, kudos there during the Trump years. Um, let's see. And I'm thinking, is this going to be me in a year? You know, is this going to be me in a year, a year into Trump's presidency? Uh, you know, into Trump's presidency? Um, probably, you know, because when you have, uh, you know, bipolar and social anxiety kind of rules out working in retail and or driving for Lyft or Uber in a service economy. So like your options are pretty non-existent. A vegetarian at a steakhouse has more choices than I do in the next year. Uh, let's see. Now, when you see me standing outside in the rain with a, with a stuffed cat on my head, please be kind. And, and remember that this is my spot, bitch. You know, if you want to pay for your ID, IUD, there's a, there's, a, uh, there's a CVS two blocks up. So get your own change cup. Let's see. On to the next joke. Uh, so I turned on the local news, and the newscaster was like, Stay tuned to find out which areas are going to experience dangerously cold temperatures tonight and tomorrow. We'll be right back after that, after this. And I'm like, I didn't know that newscasters were still saying this in the digital age with a straight face. A teaser, really? I know they're checking their weather.com app during the commercials, but no weather.com app for me. I burned through my data as fast as Trump is burning bridges with the... Uh, Ireland's parliament. So the Walmart commercial comes on. We've lowered prices on sweaters, slipper socks, space heaters, and more. And I'm thinking, did I remember to pay my heating bill last month? He's like, I start panicking. I can't wake up with frostbite on my boobs. It took me three and a half years to grow these things. I'm a transgender, by the way. And uh, so I'm like, okay, fuck. I, I have got to find my clipper card. I've got to get to Oakland Stat. I've got to get to that Walmart. So like I'm digging through my purse, I can't find it. I dump out the contents, and you know the uh, tube of lipstick bounces off the coffee table just right, and it hits my poor little kitty right in the eye, and it went Row! followed by, that's right, folks, the mercury is gonna dip down all the way to 37 degrees, and I'm like, you mean I traded my Hello Kitty pajama bottoms for jeans, brushed the cheesy popcorn crumbs off my uh, off my stomach? and evicted Miss Kitty and nearly gave her PTSD all for five fucking degrees above zero? Are you kidding me? I'm from back east. I experienced 37 degrees a lot. When I opened the fridge and basked in its warmth, 
Actually, you know, it's a pretty difficult choice, like choosing between something better than ramen noodles and turning the thermostat up to 40. All right, that's all I've got. So bring on the, the criticism for this kind of rather lackluster delivery. Confusingly lost on the weather pit. Um, no, no, no. I, I'll tell you the things I wrote down, and other people will maybe say things. The kitten on your head thing is totally darling, but I feel like you misspent it because you put it on someone else's head, or and you were asking for someone. You were talking about like how poor they are. So I, I don't know, but the kitten on your head is the gem of that. And see, I mean, that's work that in somewhere. I don't. I didn't know where you were going with it, where you did, but. Kitten on your head's a great image. Uh, the vegetarian at a steakhouse. Yes, but you need to write a ton of those. You need to write like 40 of the crazy juxtaposed things, right? Because then you can throw them out for all kinds of things because it's the same thing as your turkey baster joke, right? Okay. You just have to have tons and tons. And you'll if you once you have 40 of them, you'll find three that really work, right? Okay. Uh, I don't know why Ireland was brought in I'm like is something happening in Ireland I'm a dummy like I don't have any idea about the world sorry I read an I read an article um about it so um, I'll go ahead and change that no 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 but give us the background like I don't know what's going (laughs) so if you're gonna talk about something that Trump's stupid that he did in Ireland like tell us like I do this thing on the internet every day and I found this I'm like what and you like put yourself into that situation and tell us because like you threw it out there and I'm like oh something's happening in Ireland I don't know question mark Um, and I was lost on the weather joke and I don't know where I lost you but I was like she's talking about the weather and I was like I know it has something I couldn't I couldn't figure out like what was the other track like like the weather is something that we can all connect to right and so it's moving on this one course and we can connect to it but then like there's this other place that you're coming from as a comedian and you gotta like take that and like somehow make it bump into the weather thing like so that we know that we're oh here we're going and so like you're connecting with the people on the concept of weather but there's a concept that's yours that you're connecting them to through weather is this too esoteric I'm so high right now I'm so sorry if none of this makes sense but like (laughs) I see I'm done I just stopped talking someone else You probably already know this, but like the materials there, you just need to feel confident in delivering it. You just you have great jokes. You're just shaking and like doing what we do when we're young at this and fucking up and messing up our punchlines. But the, the the materials there, just own it, and you'll be it'll be it'll go over much smoother. Oh yeah, thank you. That that's usually the case with joke workshop. That's why I come here just to get out the uh, the butterflies, and then I'm able to. Uh, do a confident delivery like I've been able to over at uh, Trish and Dan face oblivion that open mic so but um, yeah thanks for the compliment on the on the concept clap wildly everybody Sabrina Miller yay (laughs) 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 (laughs)
Your next comedian runs a great open mic on Tuesdays at OMG. The sign-up list is at 6. It goes from 7 to 9. And if you buy a drink, you get an extra two minutes. One minute for unalcoholic, two minutes for an alcoholic drink. So that's nice. And uh, he's a very funny man. Clap your hands wildly for Greg Gettle. All right. So I was hanging out with my... Uh, niece this weekend and uh, and she was walking around the house and she was whistling. She wouldn't stop whistling. I said, uh, hey, what, what are you whistling? And she said, oh, that's my rape whistle. <laughs> yeah. Too soon. And so like, I don't, I don't know what's, I don't know what's worse. Uh, the fact that she thinks that like whistling I don't know what's worse, the fact that she's 13 years old and she has to worry about this, or the fact that while she's getting raped, she's going to be whistling, a whole new world. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Uh, my buddy uh, just got a lady uh, pregnant recently, and uh, he told me, and I said, okay, so I'll, I'll talk to you again in 18 years. <laughs> like, I don't know what you want me to say here. And he said that he... Uh, he got her pregnant on pre-cum. Have you, you guys heard, you heard of this pre-cum before? How, how do they test that? Uh, right? Because they say you can get pregnant on pre-cum, but like, in my opinion, like pre-cum babies look a lot like cum babies. <laughs> I feel like the only way you can test that is just hook up the guy to a, a lie detector test and uh, ask him if he pulled out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because I just feel like everyone just lied and says, yeah, no, I pulled out and then pregnant. <laughs> okay. Um, they say you should look at the girl to see what she's, or look at the girl's mom to see what like she's gonna look like in uh, like 30 to 50 years. You ever hear that? Look at the girl's mom to see. And, and I think that that's backwards. I think you should look at the girl's dad to see if your kids got a chance in this world. <laughs> that's a ball joke. Uh, <laughs> cause, like, Cause like I'm a comedian like, and there's no way I'm gonna be able to give my kid a better life financially. Uh, like that kid's gonna be poor as fuck. The only thing I can do is just give him hair. Uh, that's that's all I can really do. <laughs> uh, we'll end it with this, I think. Uh, okay. Well, it's gonna get worse. Um, uh, so well, okay. So dating's crazy, right, ladies? <laughs> really annoying, right, out there? So annoying. <laughs> Um, so many bad hit-ons and stuff like that. And it's hard for a guy to understand where a girl's coming from. Because like the last time I got a compliment from a girl, I had a panic attack. Uh, <laughs> I was like, this is weird. You're clearly crazy. Uh, I'm out of here. I'm not handsome. But the only way I can think about it is it's got to be a lot like... Like, does anyone smoke cigarettes in here? Yay! <laughs> yes. It, it sucks because we... I, can't a cigarette smoker just go outside and not get bothered? <laughs> you know, like so true, right? Like, like they always come up to you. They're not interested in you. They just want. To, they're just interested in what you can offer them. Like they don't. 
They don't ask me how my day is. They call me a bitch because I don't have any cigarettes for them. This fucking sucks. So, but it's definitely not as bad as I guess being a woman still because at least cigarette smokers, we can just go inside. Like, ladies, you have no inside. Like, it's just no matter where you go, it's assholes. All right, my guys. My name is Rick, uh, Greg Geller, guys. Thank you so much. Yes! You're hilarious. I remember when I got mad at you like two years ago where you did this joke about like, you were like, oh, her bush is so fluffy. And I was like, God damn it, Greg Kettle! But um, I mean, you deliver everything with an aplomb that I love and I laugh at all the things you say. I, I mean... I'm sorry. I'm like I'm like a, being a fan girl. <laughs> You're so funny, Greg Kettle. You say it in your own unique way that's so you, but it is so. Yay! No, but no, no one is like Greg Kettle. So that you can kind of. <laughs> but so you can kind of. I mean, I loved all your jokes tonight. I don't have any like any. I mean, all I can say is positive things. Like I was laughing. One thing, I don't normally give feedback, but the rape whistle is fucking hilarious. But I think uh, I think if you said first, like, she was whistling a whole new world, and then you're like, wow, that's pretty good. And you're like, she's, yeah, that's my rape whistle. <laughs> I don't know, just just a thought. I like the bit when you say uh, about um, that you have a chance in this world, and I know it's a hair joke, but you can still drop in that fucking because, like, I'm a guy and shit. You know, you want to see how successful the dad is, just like in money wise, you know, because yeah. you bleed into that anyway. So I thought, just as a thing. You love him. Clap wildly. Greg Ghetto! Your next comedian, he is a favorite of women over 60. You're going to love him right now. He's been killing it. No, it's true. Brooke Heineken's grandma said that he was her favorite comedian when she came here. The nice old lady sat in the corner and loved this man the best. Clap your hands wildly for Matthew Banks. Yay! All right. I guess I need more pussy jokes. Um, anyway, I'm from Mississippi. I just came back, and uh, I don't know. I didn't realize how much racism just comforts me. Um, I don't know. I'm not for racism. I think racism is horrendous, but, like, you can't help what, you know, gives you peace. Um, I don't know. I got off the plane, and there was this this black and white couple, and they had a baby, and this white woman walks by. She's like, oh, look, a half and half, and... I was like, you fucking racist, but I felt relaxed. I, I don't know what it was. I felt good about it. Um, I don't know. All I'm saying is that, like, if Hitler, like, were to sing me a lullaby, like, I'd be uh, very conflicted, but I would probably go to sleep. Uh, Come on, man. Anyway, so I'm an alcoholic. Um, the thing about alcoholism people don't understand is like alcohol affects alcoholics a little differently than the normal person like it's literally like having an orgasm every time you drink and i remember the first time i got like like when alcohol like went like boom where it was like fucking amazing and i was like this is going to be a long hellacious road but it's totally going to be worth it <laughs> like 
This is going to be bad, but I'm willing to make the sacrifice. Um, you know, I remember that vividly. My, uh, my buddy had a child recently, and, like, I'm trying to care, but I just don't. And uh, he's like, dude, Charlie took his first step today. I'm like, dude, I've been walking for 30 years. It's like, what do you want me to do, give him a Fitbit? Good God almighty. I don't know. Um, just moved to San Francisco recently. People are, like, really sensitive here, which is fine. It's a good characteristic, but they don't want to offend anybody. A dude comes up to me and tells me a yo mama joke. He's like, my mom is so fat. I said, wait a second, bro. I was like, there are no my mama jokes. It's like, you don't go to my mama joke battles. Shit. Like, call my mother a cunt, please. Like, I'm giving you permission right now. Blanket permission to hate on my mother. Anyway, um... Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's rubbing off on me. I'm beginning to be like a little more understanding and loving towards others. You know, this homeless guy, I called him breaking in my car the other night, and I gave him a blanket and a hug. <laughs> I was just like, none of the decisions in your life have anything to do with you being homeless. Ah, that was sarcasm at its best. It's not your fault, buddy. It's not your fault. Anyway, thank God I'm not homeless, man. I surely deserve it. But um, anyway, uh, so I'm like, uh, to women, like, not the guy that they want to fuck, but the guy they'd like to cuddle with. And this is a package deal, fellas. (laughs) Like, you don't get just one. Like, I'm the fucking friend. Like, I'm trying to get out of the friend zone into the ozone, like the ozone. Uh, It's not working. Um... Maybe I'm bitter. I don't know. I've I, I found out, you know, through years that, like, when I'm, like, really focusing on the assholes and everything else, well, maybe I'm the one that's the dick. Um, maybe I'm the problem. Like, this whole self-love thing, like, why the fuck would I love myself? Like, I'm the problem. Uh, why would you want to make friends with the enemy? I don't, I, I don't get it. It's fucking ridiculous. Uh, you know, what else do I have? One more thing. Oh, yeah, dude, Friday almost broke my fucking hand. I, uh, dropped a piano on it. Look, it's like black and blue. But, uh, yeah, it hurt like a bastard. And the worst part, the thing that hurt the most is, like, only one person laughed. Like, I don't have enough friends yet. Uh, you know? Yeah, I don't, like, I don't have enough friends yet. Like, you know, a good friend would laugh. That's all I'm saying. Be like, you fu- are you all right? Yeah, I'm okay. Well, you fucking moron. You know, I don't know. It's, it's funny being in San Francisco and like, they're like, oh my God, that's horrible. Are you okay? Like, no, I'm not okay. Fucking A. Anyway, thanks a lot, guys. not the mutiny radio piano we do have liability insurance so if you need to go to the doctor we can take care of that yay uh it wasn't our piano right it wasn't our piano i i wrote a couple things down uh one uh racism relaxes me i feel like at the end of that joke you need to throw a namaste in there because you mentioned some other things but if you're just like Racism relaxes me. Namaste. It just adds. It just adds a weird like thing to it. Um, 
And then there was a thing about the kids. And you're like, I don't care. And I was hoping you would say, because I'm an alcoholic. Because you finished the alcoholic thing. And then you were talking about someone's kid. And then they're, how much you're supposed to care about the kid. And you're like, I don't fucking care about the kid because I'm an alcoholic. I would have my own kids if I care about kids. Stupid dummy. Uh, uh, hate on my, I feel like you could easily do a rap song on hate on my mom. Rap song, hate on my mom. Like, I feel like that whole, like, you could be like, I am white, you hate on my mom. I love my mom, but we're a maiden of my mom. <laughs> like something. Um, your package deal. You said a package deal, and I was like, uh, you want what? Like, what are the other package deals? I feel like you need to brainstorm, like, ten package deals that are weird. That's like, you get the chicken, but there's no waffles in sight, or... Like, whatever, like, package, things that usually come together, I feel like you can do something there because it's, like, you mentioned one thing that go together, blah, blah, blah. You talk about I've, your package, too. Wait, say, what was that? It's always funny to talk about your package. Oh, and then your package. You can, with package deal, you've got all kinds of package deals. You've got, you could bring it back to your old pack. I got a package deal, motherfucker. You get two balls and one dick. It comes together. Um, and then the friends with enemy love yourself thing was hilarious. That was, um, I, the self, uh, uh, that ending thing was really great. And I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, with the baby walking thing, you'd be like, that's good. Cause I've noticed that breast milk has gone right to its thighs. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> All right. Thanks. Other comments? We love Matthew Banks. Clap wildly. Yay. Yay! We're all happy for Matthew Banks. All right, your next comedian is a famous director of... No, no, he spells it like the famous director, but his first name is like the singer that's like, what's the pussycat? Tom Jones, yeah, that's his name. That's at least what he wrote down. Hey, everybody, clap your hands wildly for Tom Jones! Uh, so the last time I was here, I said I was going to retire all those jokes, and then I went home. My fiance has been reading a book about being a comedian because she used to be a comedian, and she was. She said, "Retire all your jokes." So now I have to try a whole bunch of new stuff. And I, uh, I'm sorry for you guys. I ate ice cream and watched Law and Order SVU for five hours straight. There is no way you can support a woman more than to stand by her while she's watching rape TV. <laughs> Just five hours of rape. Ra it's what it is, too. It's special victims unit. There's never a murder. There's a murder sometimes, but it's always after a rape. There's rape, child rape, child porn. Sprinkle in a little murder. Just a little dash of murder. Mostly it's rape. I don't understand women, too. You can't say rape. In a public setting, you cannot walk down the street and even joke about, boy, the taxes in this city are raping me. And a woman would you shouldn't use the word rape so lightly. Now, get out of my way. I'm going home to watch Law & Order SVU for seven hours. You're in my way. I'm glad women watch that show, though. I'm, somebody has to, and it can't be men, because if four of my friends call me up, like, hey, dude, we're getting together, we're drinking beers, we're watching SVU, you want to come? I'm like, fuck you, I'm not coming over. I'm not hanging out with you anymore. You're clearly trying to study how to get away with rape. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing this. Um, 
There we go. That's now we got the rape out of the way. Uh, <laughs> drugs are fun. I've Yay! done some. I'm an alcoholic too. I don't know if you're doing the whole like recovery part. I just enjoy it still <laughs> all the time. My insides, not so much. The insides clearly reminding me every morning when my kidneys are punching me and my heart is hurting from probably thick blood, but I'm still gonna drink because that's my life. But it's better than what it used to be. I used to do drugs and I was thinking about drugs the other day. And it dawned on me, what happened with drugs? Because you used to have like an elephant tranquilizer, PCP, and people would go fucking nuts, and then you'd get shot by the cops, and they'd still attack the cops. And then there was smoking wet, which is like, you, you put that into a dead body, and you keep the dead body looking pretty, but dead. And you'd smoke that, and you'd get shot by the cops. And now we're smoking bath salts. <laughs> Fuck happened to drugs? We used to be cool, man. Uh, <laughs> my nickname used to be Sherman Philly. I had a friend, but that's because they said I look like Sherman from the the cartoon. My buddy's like, "You look like Sherman." I'm like, "Thank you." Uh, uh, you know, what sucks is when you have to take a shit in a public place with your like friends there, and like you go into the bathroom and somebody else took a shit there first. Not because of the obvious reason of the fact that you're sitting in somebody else's shit air, because you just do that. That's what you do in life. You have to accept that and move on. Your air is other people's shit air, especially in San Francisco, where just walking down the street you step in shit air. But my. <laughs> My problem with it was when I walk out of the bathroom and it really stinks and then I get blamed for 100% of the stench. That's 50% of the stench. She did the other 50% of the stench. That's her stench you smell. Mine and hers mingled, it might make it worse. But please, this is 50% hers and 50% mine. Let's, let's own up to this. Uh, I think that's, that's it. I think that's all I got. Was, that's, that was all new. Hooray! Hooray! For Tom Jones. Yeah, let him go first. He, Matthew Banks has things to say. Say things before I say things, please. So, uh, with the rape thing, um, I'm, I'm giving feedback on all the rape shit. Uh, what does that say about me? Um, anyway, I, I think, like you were talking about, there's child rape and all this other rape. It's like, look on the bright side. Anyone can be raped. Or, you know, because you kind of went down that road of, like, kind of making rape, making light of rape. So it's like, rape doesn't discriminate or, you know. I loved your SVU joke the whole way, all the way through. All the tags, all the thing. I was like, look at him. Why isn't he on the punchline? This is great. This is a very funny joke. Also, whenever you connect with TV that everyone connects with, normal audiences just eat that shit up. Like, uh, don't be too edgy. Cause, you know, I mean, although rape is edgy, but SVU is not edgy. So you get to talk about our edgy thing while topping, talking about a thing that connects with everybody. Because so many people watch it. And it's one of those things where like comedy is like, you have to connect with people, so you can either make them connect with you because you're self-deprecating or you're saying something, or you can mutually connect on a thing outside yourself, like sports or TV or whatever, but you're connecting outside yourself on SVU, but then rape, so it's like, ah, ha, ha. Anyways, it was very funny. I've literally never heard anyone say that rape is edgy. It's an edgy joke, talking about <laughs> rape. as a, No, but like as a, 
I mean, there's certain topics as a comic that as people say are edgy. Saying rape, it's very difficult to say the word without people looking at you bad. That's true. It's, it's definitely edgy. Just saying the word. Just, just uttering it. Like, well, as a man, it's like a white person saying the N word. It's like women can say rape, but men can't say rape. But black people can say the N word, but white people can't. It's a very, it's all the different words that we're allowed to say and not say, right? And then they are all pregnant with like all this. And and men are raped too, but but the thing is, no, like women, we really own rape. You know what I'm saying? We really own it. Uh, your alcohol joke was amazing. I the whole kidney thing, getting punched by the kidneys, that was lovely. And then I feel like you should make a T-shirt out of shit air. <laughs> like you need to have a T-shirt. Other comments? Anybody? Yay! Clap wildly for Tom Jones. He was super cat. Uh, we have uh, one last comedian here on the bill tonight, so we'll give him a lot, unless there's people, other people that want to, uh, and unless Catherine or Corey want to try comedy for the first time, either one of you, they're both shaking their heads like, oh, fuck they. All right, your next comedian, he's a very funny guy. Uh, I really wish he would talk more about the president's wives and not just the president's, but that's cool, like whatever. Uh, I it just because I'm I'm gonna I want you to read this I'm gonna give you this book when I'm done with it about the president's wives because I feel like you're gonna have a lot of material. Everybody, put your hands together for Ian Levy. Yeah. Hey. Um. I'm always uh, I'm always on the lookout uh, for women uh, who are thin. Uh, and smooth uh, not because that's a body type I'm attracted to I just want to skip them on water <laughs> yeah they're just things to me. <laughs> that was the point of the joke <laughs> uh, I, th- I think uh, looking around at the world today, I think everyone, uh, I think everyone's unhappy uh, with the way the world turned out. Whether you're Republican or, or Democrat or conservative or liberal, everyone just seems kind of pissed off. Uh, I was thinking, I think I think the only people who are actually happy uh, are the people who sell the "Not My President" T-shirts. <laughs> it's just another another eight years of laughing to the bank, like. It doesn't matter. They don't give a fuck, man. How dare you? Yeah, yeah. Read a history book, Pam. <laughs> it's gonna be eight. <laughs> we got two. <laughs> yeah, but after Reagan, so that's three. <laughs> that's three Republicans in a row. Terms. I don't know. It's all. It's all a weird world we live in. I. Everyone was making those jokes about Trump liking piss. Like, everyone was like, oh, Trump likes being peed on. Uh, and it's like, really, San Francisco? Are you, are you, are you kink shaming right now? It's <laughs> like, if anyone, that's a double standard. If, if you tell anyone in San Francisco, like, I like, I don't know, being shit on and having a cactus rubbed into my belly, they'd be like, I accept you and love you for who you are. <laughs> Like, that's a true, you can't, 
not have it one way but have it the other. That's fucking bullshit. It's the same with like, I, I'm just tired of people not following through with what they claim to believe in. Right? Like everyone, like, like everyone, usually, it's usually the people who are kind of borderline fascist, conservative arguments. I was like, if you don't like the country, you can leave. If you don't like it, you like, that's, that's not just in America. They say that everywhere. But it's always like to a point. You know, like, I'm sure there were, like, Jews in 1939 who were like, I don't like it. I'd like to leave. And then they were like, no. <laughs> it's like, that's true. No, it always goes to a certain point, and then they can't leave anyway. It's like, what the fuck? Like, why tell us if you don't like it, you can leave? Same with slavery. Same with everything. <laughs> Just, you know, if you want them to leave, tell them to leave. If you want them to stay, tell them to stay. It's, you got to make up your mind. That's all I'm saying. Just consistency. That's all I'll ask for. I don't even care if I agree with you anymore. <laughs> just, just be consistent in your general beliefs. The same with the same with uh, hitting the Nazi dude, man. Uh, you guys, you guys see that the the guy got punched in the face. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that feels good, but then you can't be like, oh well, I don't know. Don't kill pandas. Like that's. <laughs> you see what I'm saying though? Like you can't. We have to either be okay with violence or not okay with violence. You can't just have exceptions. That's true. That's like that's that's not really a joke. That's just me working through some emotional shit. So <laughs> I don't know. It's been a weird, a weird time for the world. I think not not just America. This goes for everywhere. I, I work in a cafe, right? Uh, and this was on election day. This guy came into the cafe. Um, and he, and he, uh, he ordered, he ordered some, uh, like some food. Uh, then we were talking and I was like, oh, how are you doing today, man? And he was like, oh, you know, it's weird. I was like, yeah, it's weird. And then he said like, whatever you do, just don't, don't give up hope. Right? Like, you know, that's, that's the one thing they can't take from any of us. You have to have hope. We have to stick together and we can change the world. We can make the world a better place if we do it together. Right? If we stick together. And so, like, I handed him his receipt, you know, and he signed it, and he walked off. I was like, man. And I looked at his receipt, and he had tipped me zero dollars. And I was like, you motherfucker. Like, this is Trump's America now. You're part of the problem. <laughs> that, that, I think that's my time, guys. But th- thanks for listening. Ian Levy, everyone. Being funny, Ian Levy. I, I I enjoyed everything. I don't really have a lot of. Co- I think you're coming into your own as your own like weirdo thing. <laughs> like you know, but you're you're becoming uniquely Ian Levy. So that's good. <laughs> and I, I I feel like a dick right now because I'm not giving any specifics. I couldn't. I was trying to write things down. I just could. George has something to say. I like that flat white joke. It's very funny. The Skipping f- stones, taking uh, it back to the country, fucking uh, throwing stones. That's very funny. <laughs> Overt misogyny, super hilarious. No, no, it was, it was good. It was I mean, good. I know because we know you're being funny about it. Like, oh, know. well, I, but I do hate women. Like, that's <laughs> like that's not that's not part of the joke. No, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. No, fair enough. I I just have a question. I I left a pillow in the back of my car. Do you think somebody bashed in the window and stole it yet? Possibly. Okay. I think I missed something there. (laughs) 
No, we're just hanging out at the Joe Gersh job. Uh, Do you have any you. questions to ask us? Like, it's your time. You can lead the discussion if you want. Do you have any questions about any of your jokes that you think that you want help on? Um, I mean, I know I'm pretty perfect, so like... <laughs> no, that we're... I yeah, mean, yeah, no. I, everyone who's homeschooled is No, I, I don't... Uh, not to... I was... Yeah. The old, I'm, uh, I, you didn't repeat anything tonight. Usually you do a thing where you go... Uh, I was gonna. I was gonna say. I was it. Huh? Like yeah, usually, just... usually do the rep. You didn't do any of your normal like repetition gig tonight. Yeah, yeah. I... <laughs> you you know that you do that, yeah. right? But you just, uh, you, yeah. yeah, yeah. I like doing that. But I yeah. I, I was I was just trying to work through. Like I hadn't really written any of that out. That was just kind of more rambling. So I was just trying to just come write more on stage. Basically. Oh, good for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. The only thing I've tried to really work on right now is crowd work, which doesn't really work when it's all com- comics, yeah. so I didn't even bother. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah. My favorite thing was uh, the uh, the panhandling. The Oh, oh from last week? Prop okay. comedy. Oh, yeah, I'm glad. The, the one time I tried prop comedy, I'm glad you liked that. Uh, I almost brought it tonight and just did that bit instead, so... I'll, I'll bring it back because I'm not that original and writing stuff is hard. So I'll, I'll have to keep reusing it at some point. Hooray! Put your hands together for Ian Levy! Well, it looks like here at the Joke Workshop that it is dying down. Uh, they're going to go. Through. I'm going to do a set. If you guys would be willing to hang out for me to do yeah. something, I mean, if you were willing to, that'd be cool. I don't know. You can go to the residence if you want. I mean, uh, I think we won't go after. Uh, so I've been. I'm trying not to feel like Alex Trebek. I'm trying not to be a pretentious dick bag, but I am carrying around the entire works of Marx in my backpack. I am reading Marxism. I am a Marxist. I am doing that. I am reading it in a bus. I am holding it in front of people's faces. I am holding up a book. <laughs> I am reading the Communist Manifesto in front of all kinds of people, and it is weird. People have strange... They, they, they respond to it differently. Most people don't know how to read, so they don't even know what Marx is. So it's fine. Like, I'm invisible. I'm reading a book. I'm a weirdo. That's fine. I'm on the bus. I read books. I'm weird. But what I'm saying is that I'm trying to change the world. Uh, all right. <sighs> Capitalism is a weird thing. And I see it every day when I see a six-year-old in a stroller with an iPad in front of its face and it's rolling down the street and his parents are pushing it. And you know what? They're not even from here. They're on vacation. You know what? When I'm on vacation with my children, you know what I liked? I don't have children because I'm a responsible adult and I would never have them because I cannot be a responsible adult because I like to be paid to hang out with children. But if I actually had enough money to be able to hang out with my own children, I would hold their fucking hands and I would walk down the street and I'd be like, that's the Ellis building. That's the only building from 1906 that didn't fall in the earthquake. It's 14 stories high. That's amazing. But you know what's happening? There are six-year-olds in strollers with iPads in front of their face and they're on vacation. 
oh parents you have so much money why are you letting your children drink my water you assholes we're still in a drought oh it's been raining for the past two weeks the drought is over california is fine no you assholes we have no groundwater everything is hydrophilic not hydrophobic and everything's falling oh we have water for the next two weeks it must have been because of trump trump gave us the water isn't that great yay we're all it's it's hydrophobic it, it, it hydrophilic takes the water in hydrophobic washes the water off into the into the whatever <laughs> it's, it's, global warming doesn't exist but it's been raining for two weeks ah! <laughs> we still we don't have enough water so i saw this made me so angry the other day on bart i saw some people they had triplets their triplets were like three years old and they were all ugly. They were all just hideous looking children. And the parents were also relatively hideous. And I was like, well, that's cool. But they had a fourth child with them. These fucking entitled assholes had three ugly children and they thought, oh, with our genetics, let's do a fourth. Your fourth is taking my water. Oh, it's drinking apple juice. Yeah, that takes water to make the apple juice, you dicks. Fucking, I'm so pissed off. Four children? Your first three were ugly. You got, you had triplets. They suck. Get it. I hope they're smart. I hope that, I hope that she's Temple Grandin something. Uh, Sorry, that was an autism joke. That wasn't fair. That came out of nowhere. I'm such an asshole. I'm sorry. The world is big right now and there's not enough water, even though it's raining outside all the time. Don't have four babies, you assholes. Right? Uh, yeah, strollers, assholes. Oh, okay. More, no, I don't have a problem with Mormons. Uh, I have a problem. I have a problem with the, I have a problem with circumcision. Mormons don't circumcise, do they? I don't know. But I have a problem with circumcision, not with the Jews because they've been doing it forever. Like you know, Yahweh, cool. I don't know what he's doing with the baby dicks. He's using them as like calamari, eating them off, using them as like you know, like uh, croutons on his Caesar salad. Whatever God does with the baby dicks, I don't give a fuck, right? Because is Yahweh cool? I was Jew, cool. Yeah, cool. But with all of these like white Anglo-Saxon Protestant women in America chopping off their babies' dicks from 1950 onwards, I'm like, circumcision is choice's decision. Why are we doing this? And it's because American moms are lazy. <laughs> they don't want to get in. They don't want to clean out all the schmegma. <laughs> That's all it is. That's why you got to chop the top of the dick off. It's because moms are lazy. This is all it is. This is a lazy American women. They're like, oh, Bisquick. <laughs> I could add the baking soda and the baking powder to my own, you know, flour with some fat in it. But nay, I'm going to eat Bisquick. It's better. <laughs> I don't want to clean out my baby's dick. I just want to have it chopped off when it's, a ch- it's so much easier, you know? <laughs> a lazy, lazy mom. Pushing their children away from them. It's like, two and a half year olds can and hold hands and walk down the street with a small child. I don't have children because I hate people with children. 
<laughs> no, it's not because I hate people. It's because I get paid 20 bucks an hour to hang out with children. So I'm a really great human being when I'm hanging out with children because I'm being paid to do it. But all these moms are just expected to do it <laughs> for no money and for no social security. And thanks, America. Your entire work and worth is completely valued at zero. You're a mom. You get nothing. You get no social security. You get nothing. You better rely on your husband. He better really love you until your boobs are saggy and then he just leaves you for some other bitch, right? Yay, Melania! Trump 2017! His, I wonder how long Melania will last, right? With her hot tits until they fall out. Can we take them out? What happens? Can they auction those out on like a thing for money? Like, could I have Melania's left tit on like a cool... Just saying. She's famous now, right? Softcore porn. Yeah, Slovenia. Hot bitches. Yay. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm done. Thank you guys so much for listening to me be crazy. Yay! Slovenia! He's Slovenian. She's from Slovakia, though. It's Slovenia, Slovakia. She's Slovenian. Is the country called Slovakia, but it's being Slovenian? No way! I'm an idiot American. <laughs> There's both. I had no idea. There's also a French Guiana and a Guiana. <laughs> it's not Yugoslavia anymore. Does anybody have anything to say to me? Please help. Help. No one will help. No. You know what Melania's Twitter background is? What is it? Just smoky eyes. Just like. Wow. Right there. Just the eyes and the eyebrows. Like That's gray, what our first lady's Twitter background is. Like gray, smoky eyes. I don't know if they're her eyes, but... I, I have a theory about what her, um, what her, what her, um, what her first lady thing is going to be. Because every first lady has a thing, right? Yeah. And Michelle Obama, God love her, she hated you know, like diabetes kids. or whatever, and she wanted kids to work out. <laughs> well, it's fat kids, and so she, but I feel like Melania is gonna pick right up where she left off, and she hates fat kids, so she's gonna be really big on bulimia, because mm-hmm. um, it's like you're four times the consumer at the same you eat. She's really an environmentalist. You vomit into the composting. Uh, just a quick question. Uh, so you're reading Marx. Uh, I've never read Marx. I was just curious, where in that book did it say that you should send unsolicited asshole pictures to people? <laughs> pictures chap- of assholes? Yeah, what chapter? Is that, in, is that in that book? Unsolicited asshole pictures to people. I mean, I, I don't... I don't even know where, I don't understand where this is coming. Oh, because uh, there's a comedian that says that he was banned from the comedy scene for uh, being a Marxist, uh, but I thought it was more just showing his butthole on picture and sent it to somebody. Is it, was this the guy who put cornholes up his butt? Was this the, who was the oh, guy uh, who used to do that at the, at the, um, I don't think so. Dirty Tricks? Is that in that Marvin, book? not Starvin' Marvin, but like. Marvin the Minion, the Myron, the the guy who put things up. Just, no. How do you keep track of where you are in the book? 
I don't. Oh. I actually just sort of open it up to random places and I understand things that need to happen and then I underline things that I think are important and I go back to them and I think about them because I have to think a lot about them because they're really like heavy things well, and it's hard. I was just going to say, if you ever get lost in the book, you could use a bookmarks. <laughs> 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 I pulled pages in my text, but yeah, that would be cool. Joke of the night. I've been, I've actually been trying to like. My goal is to try to like. Okay, so everybody did the let's march about the Trump and let's blah, and they're like, well, why didn't you march about the Trump? And so my whole goal is that I think I can do more with a microphone and recording things than I can with my body in a place at a time where there's guns and stuff that could maybe, you know, shoot me down. Or, you know, anybody and weird stuff in group places. So, I mean, I won't put myself up individually for fodder like they want us to with these uh, (laughs) protests. But I feel like all of us as comedians have a way bigger, you don't have to protest because we all have this microphone that's bigger than that. And so please use your voice when you can to, you know, go against the, I don't want to say patriarchy, that's dumb, but because it's not, it's just because he's a dude and he sucks butt. But um, (laughs) so just, you know, be anti-Trump all you can. All right. This has been a weird joke workshop because we're ending early. I'd like you guys to thank again, Corey and Catherine of Get Out! On uh, Sundays from 4 to 6. Thank you guys so much for running this tonight. And uh, we'll see you guys at the next open mic here at Muni Radio. Bye! Can you tell me what food relieves insomnia, anxiety, stress, chronic brain, depression, nausea, and can induce euphoria and stimulate appetite? I'm going to guess waffles. <laughs> that is incorrect. <laughs> Actually, Alex, the food I'm talking about are cannabis-based medicinal extracts. Cannabis-based medicinal extracts? That sounds like you're smoking drugs, Ed. No, baby. There are smokeless, safe, and less expensive alternatives to smoke it. But can I use it to sleep? Yes, baby! Good! Because I'm so excited by this that I may never sleep again! And it sounds like you, Alex, may want to check out the number 4altacalifornia.com That's 4altacalifornia.com for a non-addictive pharmaceutical free alternative to smoking medical marijuana. Check them out today at number 4altacalifornia.com This is Tushar Matters with Mutiny Radio. Big up to the number one station, the ruling nation. Give it to me every time. Ah!
evening there, my friends here at MutinyRadio.Evan. Chester Cashcock here, and giving you my love and regard as well as movies over there. And uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere five dollars every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because five dollars, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere five dollars is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere. Like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak feeling. So all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse. Or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? It's a cash cock, honey. Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? Look no further than MutinyRadio.fm. Our 30-seat flexible space can accommodate your acoustic band, birthday party, comedy show, dance party, karaoke super fun, theater event, fundraiser. If you think it, we can do it. You run the door in promotion, we run the sound, space, and podcast. Rentals available Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10 at Mutiny Radio FM's performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now. Trying to hurt me, but boy, how it burns me whenever she touched me. And oh, I feel so lucky. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRatio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Subliminal SF brings you visual and auditory mind control. For the best graphic design, physical merchandise, and live music promotion, go to www.subliminalsf.com and check out their hilarious t-shirts and super cool bands at clubs and bars all over the Bay Area. Subliminal SF creates amazing flyers, posters, and design for every need. So go now to 
www.subliminalsf.com and experience what this wonderful local business has to offer. The second annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is coming March 1st through 5th, 2017 to San Francisco, featuring 25 shows in five days and 50 comedians from across the entire U.S. From Washington and Portland to Los Angeles, New York to Indiana, Tennessee to Pennsylvania, these comics will join San Francisco's best underground comedians for five days of comedy at Mutiny Radio. All shows will be live streaming and available after via podcast at www.mutinyradio.fm. But see them live in our intimate 30-seat performance space at 2781 21st Street in the Mission, March 1st through 5th. Tickets available on our website, www.mutinyradio.fm now. Brought to you by our generous festival sponsors, Alta California Botanicals, Destiny's Mom, What a Tomato Produce Company, the law offices of John P. Strauss III, Asiento, FruFruHot.com, JankyTown.org, Brooke Heineken, Pervert Fervor, and Trina Roderick. Asiento. This locally owned Mission Neighborhood Bar and Restaurant is excited to be a sponsor for the festival. We hope you'll join us any night of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival for happy hour pricing all night long. Just mention that you are an audience member for happy hour pricing March 1st through the 5th at Asiento. Our address is 2730 21st Street at Bryant Street, just a half a block away from Mutiny Radio. Asiento has a warm, friendly neighborhood vibe that's perfect for an after-work drink or for a night out. Featuring a comfortable bar and extensive tapas menu, this is the perfect place for groups that want to get together for drinks and food. Join us at Asiento. Whoa there. What a tomato! Where did you find such a nice tomato? What a tomato? I know, I just said that. Where'd you get that fine heirloom? What a tomato. Look, man, this isn't a come on. Just tell me where you got that beautiful tomato. What a tomato. No, no, seriously. I actually want to eat a tomato. I love tomatoes. Where did you get that tomato? What a tomato. Dude, it's a fine, beautiful tomato. I want to eat one, too. I want one right now. I like to eat them like an apple with salt. Tell me, where'd you get the tomato? What a tomato. Are you high? Just tell me where I can find a tomato like that. What a tomato. Is this a metaphor? What a tomato produce company in San Francisco. For all your wholesale produce needs... 2055 Jared Avenue. Hope your legs are looking sexy, because we're going to charm your pants off. Come to the Charm Offensive Comedy Show at Punchline San Francisco. It's a night of great jokes, magnetic personalities, featuring the Bay Area's most awarded comedians, plus national headliners. You'll laugh. You'll swoon. And when you regain your composure, you'll swipe right. 
Tuesday, March 7th. Doors at 7, show at 7.30 at 444 Battery Street in San Francisco's Financial District. Brought to you by Paco Romaine and Destiny's Mom's Comedy. Our last show sold out, so get your tickets now at punchlinecomedyclub.com. Charm Offensive at Punchline Comedy San Francisco. Tuesday, March 7th. See you there, sexy. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips, and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork. Man, you should go to johnstraußlaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket. Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business, it's personal. Injury. JohnStraussLaw.com
you're actually listening this deep into the joke workshop, uh, I have to tell you that you can get a special free ticket to the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2017. All you have to do is say, hey, I was listening late night and you said, I got to come up with a funny word. Uh, Let's go deep and we'll say it's uh, the sky is blue and all the leaves are green. My heart is full as a baked potato. I think you know exactly what I mean. It's gonna be a Schmadoinkle day. So if you text Schmadoinkle day anywhere, <laughs> text, that's a terrible thing. You have to find me on Facebook and put Schmadoinkle day on anything. And I will give you two free tickets the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2017. That's Spadoinkle Day. However you think that it is spelled, thanks to the special dudes at uh, South Park. Spadoinkle. It's from Cannibal the Musical. Please, please, please put it into Facebook. Say Spadoinkle Day and you'll get two free tickets. The Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2017. Thanks for listening. Late night. Far through the podcast of Joke Workshop here every Monday 6 to 8 MutinyRadio.fm 5 open mics a week now Monday 6 to 8 Tuesday 8 to 10 6 to 8 open mic Wednesday 8 to 10 Trish and Dan face oblivion Friday 6 to 8 happy hour and now Saturday 4 to 6 with Austin and James but they don't have a real name yet so keep listening Beep, 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 boop yourself out. 